0: Hello and welcome to Sounds Heal Podcast. I am your host, Natalie Brown, and thank you so much for joining me as we continue to explore fields of sound healing, sound therapy, and generally the use of sound for health and wellness. This episode continues the series on instrument makers. And for this podcast, we're joined by Madhava and Margarita of Grata Sonora, well-known instrument gong makers from Italy. And I think what you'll find from this conversation, and actually what I found getting to meet them in person a few years back in 2019, is that they are as magical and vibrant and radiant as the gongs they make. They really put their spirit, their um, energy and intention into the gongs very iconic looking gongs that they make. So we learn more about them, their background, uh, how they connected, how they met, and what developed, you know the experimentation that it took to get to where they are now and these beautiful instruments that they make. They give some advice on gong playing as well, as well as some new things, new projects, experimentations and it's just a really great way to get to know these magicians, these beautiful people behind the Grata Sonora gongs. This episode is sponsored by the Ohm Shop and Spa, located in Sarasota, Florida. If you're ever lucky to go there, you will see that they have the country's largest showroom of vibrational tools, crystal bowls, so many amazing sound healing instruments. They also have a luxury spa, and they have trainings, workshops, uh, sound journey events there. But even if you can't go there in, in person, uh, you can head to theomshop.com or give them a call if you're ever looking for something specific, if you're looking to match uh, certain frequencies and tones. They're really helpful and there to offer you suggestions and advice. So thank you so much to the Ohm Shop for your sponsorship of this podcast. And please enjoy this episode with Madhava and Margarita of Grata Sonora. Okay, Madhava and Margarita, thank you so much for joining me. I'm really excited to have the audience learn uh, more about you. So thank you. Thank you so much for
1: inviting us. Thank you so much. Yeah, for giving us the chance to have this little talk together.
2: Yes, absolutely. You know, a lot
0: of, things that I want to talk about will be about what you're doing now. But actually, I I thought it would be nice to start uh, with you as individuals and your background, you know, the the things that brought you to what you do now. So uh, Madhava, I'll start with you. Uh, Would you tell us about your background a little bit, perhaps as a musician or artisan, percussionist, and maybe just the things that led you to this?
2: Sure, sure. So basically, I had the luck, I mean, I was a lucky person. I grew up going in India a lot with my family. uh, And that's definitely something that bring bring myself closer to the music during all these years. Uh, First of all, sorry for my English little uh, like that. But anyway, I will try to share my best. What was my experience? Anyway, the, the music was really part of my life, and I started with some percussion, and I hear a lot of different melody uh, and ragas in India, and uh, and then at one point uh, I also start to experiment to build some little instruments like flutes or you know some percussion, some strings instruments using different material, you know, like um, was part of uh, me. Uh, to have already this little uh, curiosity to, to find out new experiments, you know, from the beginning, you know? and also was also because I didn't have the money at that time to, to buy instruments, and uh, I was like, okay, let's try to make one, you know, so it was like really interesting to, to experiment, you know. Um, yeah, so one of the first instruments I had in my house was a didgeridoo actually you know totally out from what we are doing now but uh was a strong frequency and already you know my parents opened myself already to the uh, world of the music and i was again i was a lucky person for that uh, and that's also how we and margarita met um throw the music throw the music yeah we actually uh I was jamming around in Rome, uh, doing some uh, buskers, like playing... Yeah, with
1: friends, like friends. buskers, but really just enjoying playing music out in the street with also people joining and dancing with yeah. these. So we in that kind of environment.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I hear Margarita singing and I I realized, whoa, you know, what a nice voice, you know, and, and through the music we connect, you know, and that was a great experience, you know, because, we really did this connection together, this, um, um, how to say, you know, when you are in two person together, you know, and you do something with love, become really strong, you know, so we
1: share a path and a passion together. <laughs> so that's what brought us together and it's what is leading also our paths together. Yeah. <laughs> so my yes. nice side to say a little bit, I yes. mean, I don't have such a big history. <laughs> I just uh, used to sing all my life. Also, I grew up with a lot of music uh, in the house. My my father, for example, he was uh, working for the Italian national radio, so he was organizing concerts like this. And so, I also had a lot of music from oh, yeah. classical music, rock music in the <laughs> house every day. So, and then like this, yeah, we went through the music
2: and the mother and the grandmother. Were old singer, you know, like they yeah, had my- really old string strong voice, you know. So yeah, I have
1: uh, someone in the family, like, like being an opera singer in Italy, you
0: know?
1: <laughs> and like this, we. I, but I never thought about building an instrument, but I always was. Um, Uh, a really creative person. I always liked it to paint, to build, to sculpture. So when we met, I also, we had in common, not only the music, but also this craftsmanship.
2: Yeah, definitely. That's something, yeah, we're going to talk about that also in the Gong making and everything, but definitely it's a really great combination because, you know, what I can do, she do, what, you know, she can do, I do, and it's great, you know? And from the beginning, we literally start to gather, to hammer, the, third, the first piece of metal, you know? Yeah, when because in
1: the beginning when I met him, we were pretty young also, he was like 25, and <laughs> I was still 19 when I <laughs> met him. And uh, he was, I remember, he was kind of building some um, experimental flutes with recycled material, like PVC tubes, and then we explored a little bit. And then one day, um, Madhava,
2: yeah. I mean, yeah. That's if if you have other question, like, but we can, you know, we from that day we met at the guns. One day right. we met the guns because um, I remember I I was doing some electronic music in the meantime, experimenting with also some, you know.
1: And we didn't know anything about sound. Yeah. at first,
2: <laughs> not really about sound dealing. We were not like uh, conscious about yeah. how was how was working. Of course, going in India, there. For me, there was a lot of spiritual connection through the music, the meditation. And I had always that feeling that the music is healing for everybody, okay? But, you know, we started to make the gongs also without having any idea about how the gong was really working or which was the way. Uh, We were just curious. um, And I was telling like, um, we were doing some electronic music also experimenting, you know, how the frequency work and stuff like that. But when I hear the first time the sound of a gong with the flume, I was like really shocked, really impressed, you know, was like... A natural
1: synthesizer.
2: Natural (laughs) synthesizer, something, you know, like like really new for me. I discovered these layers the gong have, you know, this how deep the sound can be, you know, so I saw this 3D uh, dimension in front of me, you know, like a stargate. I don't know how to describe, you know, but it was a funny situation because the guy was a hang drum maker and he had a couple of uh, gongs on the wall and, and he just literally opened this little luggage with flew me. You know, and he, he, he showed me this sound, and I was okay. You know, done. That's it. That's it. You know. <laughs>
1: because in that period, he was also experimenting with many synthesizers yeah, and vintage yeah. ones with a friend of him. So he just trashed everything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I put everything <laughs> on side, and I say, okay, you know, like, um, yeah. This is the real one. <laughs> This is uh,
1: where everything is coming from. It's, so.
2: Yeah, it's containing all this yeah. frequency inside that was really interesting. So we we went to get some piece of metal, you know, just um, and that was cool because like we didn't we, I mean, you know that uh, usual gong is bronze, nickel silver or other, you know, quality stuff. But, you know, when you don't know nothing, you really go to check with your experience Experience. what what these medals sound like, what this, you know, this metal, what this metal property, you know, and all that, of course, if you have teachers, sometimes it's great because you can just direct go where you want to go in some, you know, and skip some uh, many uh, um, Mistakes. mistakes you can do and stuff. But I can tell you like the mistakes is something so... Uh, Helpful,
0: that makes at, you grow and uh, yeah, learn so yeah. much. You learn, you learn from your mistakes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you kind of described, you know, the early experiments you were using recycled materials to make other instruments. And then you had this experience with a gong and then everything else was kind of set aside. Now, um, did you, did you try these different metals initially? The You know an iron or or the nickel and all that and how did you come across and really decide that you wanted to use a steel alloy Mm. how did you decide that
2: so
1: So in the beginning we were using simple iron because that was what we could afford and also in the beginning with gongs as well we were using recycled materials but also aluminum so Everything we could find. So we In the beginning
2: we were, I mean, uh, we had this, since the since that what we were feeling is our was our here and working to the metal, you were we were discovering the layers of different frequency they can have inside the sustain, the color of the sound, the the clean how the sound is clean, you know. The point was like that um, I believe that every single metal, you know, have is probity and can be tuned, a gun of different metal can be tuned according of the probity of the metal, you know? Um, so I love also the nickel silver guns. They have a really deep uh, way to emanate the sound, uh, but I find like more difficult to use the guns, how we use it, uh, with flumi more, we have this different approach using also the gun a lot with the flume you know, so and we're going to talk about also these, you know, how the, the gong is built and the concept of the gun. So we went to this metal um, that actually contain a little percentage of tit- titanium, uh, and little percentage of nickel too, you know, so we were like uh, looking for, so it was like really step by step uh, to change the metal and at one point you say, okay, you know, that's what I like, that's which has
1: the qualities I like and then I can use the best and
2: then that
1: represents the best the kind of sound that I would like to have from a gong you know because this is the point where you don't learn but you find your own way to make a gong and to make it sound you
2: you you have the option to decide what what you want to do you know what where you want to go I also
1: think that uh, the colors that this metal gives you attracted us really much because they give you so much possibilities That's, Uh, yeah Like you have golden and blue and this all come naturally from the metal when we hit it with the fire
2: Uh, I was going to say that something also really part of uh, first of all there is the sound that Always the, the you know the main energy that is guiding all that, but then you have the colors and the heart that we can impress into every gong, and it's, this is kind of addicted for us. It's really like you know and we get bored if we go in something that is too looping, you know. So it's I'm really. always doing
1: the same decoration, same thing. We have so many <laughs> designs because of that.
2: Yeah. Is, is, yeah, you know. So these colors is kind of connect uh, to the you know the general. You know, we, we see the colors are similar to the sound sometimes. You know, so like they they want to jump out of the gong. Um,
1: yeah, you can see. You can also say that as a sound is colorful. So <laughs> we we like to say that the gong is as colorful uh, in the sound, but also in the
0: look, kind of. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe talk a little bit about that, that process of gong making, but I, I kind of feel like it goes hand in hand with the, the cave, Grata Sonora as well, like how that kind of influenced your project. But if you could talk a little bit about, um, you know, maybe it's those learning experiences initially, but now you really have down the way you construct them you know, the timing of when the art and decorations happen and kind of your your vision that developed through that. Um, But I don't know, maybe you want to talk about the cave first. Yeah,
2: let's start start about the cave, you know, just, you know, just how we start from that, you know, it was um, basically when we start making the the gongs, we made four gongs. Forty-inch guns, forty-inch
1: guns, but also we we immediately created also the leaf as well because we not only uh, created guns, but we liked to have the material to experiment, like bending and how can we make it resonate, you know. So
2: and um, yeah, so when we started making these instruments, we were like we were like, okay, where are we gonna use them and. So in the same time, you know, uh, different years ago, my father got this place in this uh, very amazing town close by our house. Uh, It's a medieval, like a town with different caves, uh, really natural place, you know, with the forest around. Um, So my father found found this cave and we decided to buy this place in some way, you know, from these two country people they had, you know, years. So the cave in herself is like, is an Etruscan cave that, you know, has been used in the years from.
1: Etruscans are, was a population living in this area in the north of Rome, between Rome and Tuscany, uh, before Romans. So they used to live in caves. And so that's not a natural cave, the one we have, but it was built from this population. Yeah,
2: so it's pretty cool to be in a place so old. And then of course in the years, uh, it has been used for uh, from different, you know, people, you know, uh, and even from hippies uh, on the 70s. You know, hippies were living in artists and stuff like that. So many story inside. But um, yeah, so we, my father got the place. We we worked into the cave, and we were using basically to do some yoga and some programs, music programs. But was not easy to run the place. There was a lot of you know a lot to do, and the project never starts um, fully. You know? so when we realized that you know like the guns that we made and the instrument we were thinking to do were great to do, to to make them inside the cave to bring them inside the cave, you know, we really had this vision like the sound cave. You know, the, that was the grotta snara means. You know, like. Um, so we, you know, the cave is four cave connected, four rooms. Nice. So it's like you go in and it, it looks like a hobbit house, you know, it's really like uh, uh, amazing. There is no phone connection. You are totally out. You are in motherhood. Um, and every corner we, were, we can see, you know, oh, we can put a gong there and then a leaf over there and then a, a sitting bowl and a big stuff there, you know, it was like, bam, you know, explosion. Uh, and we literally spent full summer. Full
1: summer. I was also <laughs> going to college. I didn't give any exam that summer. <laughs> Nothing, just uh, focusing on the cave.
2: Yeah, you great. Um...
1: But also, Calcutta <laughs> is a pretty touristic, uh, small town, so they, this gave us also the opportunity to open the cave during the weekends for people, just randomly coming and showing people the the gongs and this uh, strange sounds that people is maybe not used so much to to have because i mean then it was coming not only people interested about sound but all kind of people and yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
2: and we were also really ignorant about many dynamics but then we, we started to see how the people react to this different sound and we also, you know, we were going at home after, you know, a full afternoon of sound, and we were like, wow, you know, I uh, feel different, you know, and I was really starting to feeling happy. Uh, was not easy in the beginning, but of course, uh, to start this project, but uh, I mean, I was doing another work in my life. Um, and the reality, of course, when you don't do what you like, you know, it's so hard, you get depressed and... All the, so I re- I'm really grateful to have this opportunity to meet the sound in this way, you know, and the cave, you know, even, even if it was so unexpected, you know, this cave in the middle of the nature change our destiny and I believe, you know, is a general uh, domino effect, you know, to, to many people because then these sounds these gongs are going in other place, you know, and harmonize other places. So I feel this is something really strong is happening. You know? uh, that's why we, we thank you to give us the opportunity to share that, you know. So we we, we make the cave full of instruments. We spent a full summer there. The, the feedback was really great. Um, and then we basically uh, I still remember I was I get up really early to go to work and and I, I I put some gongs on eBay the first time, you know, like let me try to sell a guns I don't know. You know, I was really inexpert also about eBay and this stuff that actually we don't use anymore. Uh, but then, you know, I, I saw one gong was sold to Mexico on the other side of the, of the world. And I was like, whoa really, you know, like, incredible how do we pack
1: it? How do we do that?
2: <laughs> Everything was like really new for us. And, uh, I mean, I started understanding that maybe can give us the opportunity to change our life, you know? Uh, and the online um, sharing was a good channel to, you know...
1: Also in the beginning, the feedback from people was really, really important for yeah, us to yeah. let us understand how to work better, to smooth a little bit the sound. Of course, then during the years we changed the metal, so... Uh, many techniques and dynamics. So
2: yeah, we learned yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are really grateful uh, again to um, this gift we received. So that's where we, you know, after we saw that maybe we can live out of art, and you know, and the sharing of that. Um, and I, I, I advise to to do this to every artisan, or you know, try to. Uh, to everybody to to see what what can be our quality what are our quality and try to use them especially now that the world is going upside down in some way you know so we need to go back to what we can do with our quality you know? um so that's where we start making the guns uh and uh of course was not I, what i can say was not because i sold a gun online that i you know, okay, let's make them because we want to sell many gongs and uh, do the. You know, no, you know, was definitely like let's do this new design because oh, looks, this is so cool, you know, and this look at that and this and this and this was a, an, experiment. an
1: experimentation, yeah, it was still and really experimental. And us. Margarita
2: over there from the beginning, you know, like really uh, was everything balanced, you know, even. Uh, In the beginning, she was hammering with me, the gongs started to hammering, and I was okay, like, please don't do the hammering (laughs) part because then you're going to become like, uh, you know, it's not, it's too heavy, you know, but um, just to let you know, she's so strong, it's really strong uh, woman, like, amazing, you know, that's, that's definitely important for us for this moment to have a, you know, strong team, you know,
1: Still, right now, that's mostly just the two of us doing all the work. Mostly,
2: uh, yes. Yeah. So um, these so,
1: ki- keeps uh, help us to keep the quality high. And this way, we can put all our passion and love in every single instrument. But it can yeah. be...
2: so connecting to the gong yeah. making, okay. Uh, that's is I and mean, it's also connecting what you are saying. You know, we don't want, of course, other people. Um, make the process that we usually do, uh, and we don't want to lose, of course, uh, the magic and the intention that you can really put when you do every single gun. So we have a guy helping us in some of the process, but it's just... Yeah, mostly you know, just
1: the, the very first bending yeah, of the metal, which know, is re- most hard, so... Yeah, yeah,
2: that, then and, the
1: decoration, the tuning especially, it's something that... We cannot delegate <laughs> oh yeah
2: yeah all that you know. mm.
1: it's really hard for us because it's really an artistic expression for us
2: so we for the tuning we don't use any machine um so also to you, see
1: the tuning it's all done by ear
2: usually you can yeah i mean you can use a different tuner to check that Um, But I experienced that, and sometimes if somebody wants a a gong tune in a specific frequency, we do that, but um, mostly of the time I really follow the here because you have to really check the creation of the gong, the final harmony, uh, and the balance of these different layers you have inside of the gong, okay? So the gong, so let's, you know, keep talking about the tuning, you know, when we tune them, uh, you really have different, um, it's like when you tune a drum, okay, you have one skin, you have harmonics inside the skin, you have the bass in the center, the higher harmonics on the side, but when you tune the drum, you, you tune just on one ring, okay, when you have to tune a gong, you have different ring that you have to work with, you know? So one ring inside to another, and that creates a, a full balance of, of this surface that is actually attached on these two uh, points, you know, to the rope and is in balance in the hair and the rings inside are in balance of themselves, you know? So it's a full game of tension. and And that's where you can decide if you wanna have a gong where the frequency of the bass is more in the front, uh, or is more in the back. So it's interesting, you know, at, at one point, um, when you can start controlling a beat, you know, and uh, where you want the sound, okay? Um, so these specific gongs, uh, with this metal, gave us to, the opportunity to set up some specific notes around the gong, okay? And they become print, you know. Every single hammer hammering is like you're printing a note over there, you know. So that's where I tell you, you know, the intention is so connected, looks like tai chi sometime because you are over there in front of the gun, and and maybe the last hammering, you know, sometime in the front, sometime in the back, sometime in the side, bam, you know, you unlocked you unlocked the the, the stargate, I don't know, the, the you know, the, 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 door. the, draw. sound.
1: <laughs> the I sound. also, I also think that there is a geom, a sacred geometry behind the hammerings you do in the tuning of a gong. For example, mandalas, they are the geometrical representation of sound. And I think the same. So you are just imprinting that kind of sound and the intention inside the gong, which I think, believe it's beautiful then yeah yeah
2: it's we'll interesting there it's a three d three d way it's a way to tune something because you you have these different layers and it's exactly what the gun contained because the, again the gun contained this long reverb with some specific notes, some frequency that you don't expect uh you know and then you can see that you can listen some you know strong amazing sound that you know um, and it's interesting because the metal, you know, the metal is a, if you get a piece of metal and you play the metal, is like it's usually don't have a really sweet sound. Okay, uh, is a heavy. Even in the process of the making, is so heavy the sound because so
1: noisy. So noisy, you <laughs> know.
2: Um, so so much noise, so much noise to generate something sweet in the end. Um, and we like to to see this in, uh, in the life, you know, because in your life can be really hard. But if you try to bend and try. With the
1: right to, intention, with the right, intention.
2: Yeah, you know, you can make maybe sound good, what something was something that was sounding bad, you know, OK? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and om- And it's almost what makes each gong unique. Even if you made several of the same style and size, mm-hmm. they would each... Yeah have a bit different uh, intention or quality. And so I almost think it would be harder to uh, make something of a specific frequency, right? Because otherwise you're just allowing the gong to be whatever it wants. So does it take more, um, more work to make it a specific frequency then?
2: Um according of the gun con- I mean i now I'm becoming pretty uh, um, confident. confident confident uh on the tuning um and I again I'm really uh the last maker here i am I was so ignorant I'm still so ignorant, but I'm just following what you know the gun tried to to talk you know to say you know um but
1: of course also every uh the diameter. That we do as a, a, a different range so you can uh, there are some notes that in that kind of size resonates the best you know so even usually
2: even if sometime and that's a good moment to share that when i'm doing the tuning i have some let's say big guns sometime in the tuning uh and they are really high because they are really high sometime and i and i have to keep them uh, keep them Low that down. lower um, and sometimes the high one you know, in a big gong is so cool. But of course, you know, I, I don't share so much because everybody expects from a bigger gong maybe a deeper sound. But it's interesting, you know. I, you know, I like to to have sometimes my gongs tuned in a different way, in a expected way, or whatever, and do experiment. Or
1: know? on the other side, sometimes that we can make also a small handheld gong with a really low sound that you <laughs> didn't expect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it happens. So,
2: so the um, the process in the colour, uh, as, Margar- as Margarita was telling, is about fires, you know, and the different temperature, keep the gongs uh, going in the different colours, you know. Um, um it doesn't affect uh, to the sound. We use also a process of water and, and water, water and fire, water and fire to uh, basically make the gum become uh, Stronger. Um, stronger. I mean to not temper, stronger, temper, it's a temper. temper. I, I don't know how to say, it, but like you know, so it's interesting more you do that and more the composition of the metal change and become become actually more. To, um, Similar
1: to, to crystal,
2: crystal, composition. crystal uh, composition, you know, and uh, yeah, so I try also to combine different uh, material with the guns, and we're gonna talk about that about the different experiment. And I also try with crystal. I use some crystal bus Box. rods uh, on the guns, and the crystal like really transmit really well the sound to the metal, you know. So they are. Um, good friends.
1: And then when we tried to strike the gun, the, the crystal rod exploded.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was maybe this is dangerous. Yeah, like
1: <laughs> Until we were doing the opposite, like it was working. but yeah, I mean we like to experiment because we I, I mean we are curious, so it's always really fun to find new dynamics.
2: Yeah, so that's also what happened in the cave was fun because we bring the first instruments inside and and was like the first four instruments were naturally tuned together you know and there was the leaf and the gong and the, the we didn't did, we didn't did on expect
1: purpose, yeah. Nothing.
2: <laughs> yeah and i was like wow this is so sacred like this is so uh you know like really what i, I was not expecting like and we, and I we say, believe
1: in the law of attraction because for us, it worked really, really much. So <laughs> we thought it was also that coming. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, something really magic, you know, from the beginning, you know. Um, so we use this gong. Uh, so you, you can see maybe, you know, that we, we, we don't use the classic way to play them. We approach this gong in a different way. Um, of
1: course, because the tuning is different, since we haven't learned from anyone how to tune a gong, but we find our own way, we find our own way also to how, how to play them. So... Yeah,
2: for different reasons. You know, first of all, because we come from the background of musicians, so we like to use them a lot also for the music. You know? um...
1: Because respect, maybe from a to gongs, where I like to say they have a nebula kind of sound. Where you have different frequencies going around, which is totally complementary
2: to yeah, our sometimes they to sound to our great kind of together because yeah.
1: our gongs they have more of a fu- strong fundamental note, which is really good for musicians to play with the violin like we did with you at the gong summit, to sing on it or to match with other any instrument you want
2: our, yeah they are tuned, um, they contain, of course, many frequencies, uh, but the way we tune, we set up, the, we set the, the, the fifth, the octaves in some specific point. So if you learn uh, and you learn the techniques, you know, um, and the right flume, you use the right flume, you can really control the gunk as a full instrument, you know? So it's like you have a guitar and then you have a sitar they have different techniques, you know, but they are also two strings instruments, but different techniques, you know. So I, I really love, you know, to have, to experiment all kinds of gongs, you know, that's what I advise. We don't like to have a closed mentality and say, these are the gongs, you know, the best or, you know, <laughs> you know definitely not. You know, we like that's what we like is to, to create set uh, for us and for people who want to do that.
1: To have um, a variety of sounds,
2: yeah, yeah, it
1: can mesh together, and also the most important thing that they are tuned together, they are in harmony, because sometimes people don't have these understanding of different gongs tuned uh, on different notes, but when you have a set of instruments tuned together, you can feel the difference. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I i mean i yeah i like to talk about this sometime i love when the instruments are tuned when there is a little study about that but also i, I you know i believe um, you can mix the sound sometime and i have your experience but of course you know the harmony is something uh, bringing you easier in some specific point you know the melody uh, the harmony of the you know two chords between a singing ball and a gun can bring you exactly in some specific point in an easier way, faster, you know? So that's why I like more of that. I like all this game of resonance that happen in the air when these instruments are talking together and how, you know, when they are perfectly tuned, they support each other, they like cooperating the hair. You know, so when you start having this relationship with your instruments and you really do your research and build your set that can take years, you know, uh, to build your exactly what you want, you know, like. And so I advise to everybody to try to go deeper also to check if you don't have this here to recognize what you have in front of you, maybe, of course, feel with your heart. Sometimes you can easily recognize when two GUNs are teamed together or because wow, you know. But yeah, to go deeper on that side, you know.
1: We're always really happy to to help anyone to build their own set and to understand which GUN can yeah. fit the best.
2: So we didn't expect that. Um, so again, uh, we are really grateful to everybody because like, uh, in Italy, it was difficult to grow the project, and in some way, you know, from outside, we've received a really great uh, support. support and
1: so much love.
2: And well. so much love, you know. And I see this is not about me and Margaret, it's about, you know, the sound and the power of this sound that is not. Um, uh, it's so pure that it's not, um, I don't know how to say, you know, it's not a religion that sometimes people have difficult to go close to some specific philosophy or uh, they, don't, they don't want to go in, be close in some uh, fanatic or whatever. You know, the sound is so grateful to everybody that you don't need to talk, you just need to listen, you know, and bring all that, you know, and it's naturally, um, Working on, on us, you know, and to who we have closer. You know, it's interesting. Uh, one time, I, I I was in the traffic in Rome, and uh, and I was watching uh, around me. Everybody were sad, you know, and and I had a flute on uh, on the chair close to me. I I, I just played, with me. and then I start playing this flute. It was a Chinese flute with a kind funny sound, but really cool, you know. I start playing and. Uh, waiting the traffic to moving and then I watch around me again and everybody were like uh, smiling smiling, you know to listen to the music you know it's funny how this resonance changes the
1: mood yeah
2: yeah so I believe we need that a lot you know
0: yeah (laughs) you you can't help that it will affect you yeah you just can't help it just suddenly you you, uh, your mood has changed yeah and I think that's true about the gongs you know that. There's so many frequencies and harmonics in the gongs that um, depending on how you're feeling, it kind of reflects your energy that it it can shift you um, as well. And I'm kind of curious how um, the tongue gong and the harp gong, you know, of course, those can be more melodic. How did how did those come about?
2: <laughs> they come basically from uh, the, the old experiment I was doing because, you know, we were building some harp, uh, you know, some. Yeah, with, before with it's wood,
1: gone, so we're, with,
2: Yeah, with wood. Uh, yeah, and, we were uh,
1: making some kind of tampuras and uh, some tantrums,
2: sandals, yeah. uh, you know, experimenting with random uh, material, you know, that was the point. and And that helped me then to. Again, be free to say, hey, let's, you know, I mean, the gong is a is a, is something, again, you print, you print a specific frequency inside of, in from the front of this flat surface, you know? So, and stay there, you know, it's different from a drum. Uh, I don't know how to describe that, but I had this feeling that all this frequency, you know, also with the flume, the way how they start vibrate, I had that feeling that we can go deeper to find the way to make resonate the the gong, you know, the surface, because it's really a game of balance that is there. Sometimes you can use a small flumi and you start to play the exactly octave of the the fundamental and then the low frequency start vibrating like a big monk uh, doing a big (laughs) Whoa, you know. So it's like, it's like, whoa, you know, there is a lot to discover, you know, and you know, that was interesting, so we started to attach uh, stuff, you know, different strings or...
1: Because uh, basically also when you talk, you can hear the gongs resonating with your voice and what what is going on around. So we we made the shift, oh, the gong can be a sound box, a resonator, you know, resonate with uh, <coughs> strings or whatever. We also attach like uh, springs to yeah. the gong and to a singing bowls and... So I can
2: say we are doing our progress, of course, right now. Um, We are trying different kind of new gongs and stuff right now. There is uh, more experimenting and we are keeping more in quality, again, the sound uh, and uh, uh, revisiting again the instruments we already made. So try to keep them more in quality. Um, So I would like to have more time in the future to with Margarita to go back in more the experiment of uh, generating new sound. You know, we have many ideas in our mind. It's just about, of course, time and, and yeah, mostly that. <laughs> um, I still imagine, by the way, I want to share with everybody the way I met you, Natalie, like you know, when we were in the gun summit and we start, you know, we start jamming together with the guns, Um, was really great. And I still remember when, you know, I I was not, uh, I I didn't expect when you started playing the violin, I really felt like you literally touched the strings of my heart, something like, you know, bam, you know, and I started kind of feeling to cry something really strong. And, And that made me remember how every, you know, instrument can have, you know, according of the intention, we can really communicate communicate with everybody, and that's something we you know we share everybody in that time and was strong. Nobody can delay, you know. <laughs> so we thank you for that, you know. So that, yeah. that that beautiful moment, you know? um, So we we went through also some other instruments uh, into the cave. Uh, um, and we use actually also what pushed us to experiment was the different rooms we have into the cage. So we were like, let's create something for this space or something for there. So we were really free to, uh, again, you know, in our uh, ignorant uh, vision to experiment, you know. And then we did again many mistakes, you know. Uh, so, like I was sharing um, when we met each other in the Gong Summit, we were sharing about the Cosmo. Decoration, no. You know, um, that one <laughs> yeah, we you know, we we used to do this really up as Abstract. yeah. Um, so basically, when you do the gongs, uh, it's also meditation, you have to be kind of careful because before you do the fireworks, if any um drop was
1: because also when the metal before to heat it with the fire, it's like silver color, and maybe there is a drop or a fingerprint, you don't see it, but, but then. With the you can't really see
2: what's going on, but you have really been like a monk, you know, and, and I'm not really a delicate person, I'm like a little rude, and so I was like, sometime, you know, big work, and then the guns was like... Uh, one steam or you know something you know happened and I was okay one day I was basically drinking the coffee in the studio and and I I decided to, to put some coffee on the guns some other stuff too you know and then I was like yeah let's try and and then bam you know the Cosmo you know came out and I was like really happy because it's exactly what I was looking for to to go out of something that when I, what I was sharing before, you're going loop and you want to experiment more, you know? So, so we discovered the harp gong, you know, it's a six, six strings on top of this gong. Um, you know, every time we are, we made many of them right now, but still it's like we are trying to keep them better and better in what we can do, you know? And it's interesting, you know, but because when you tune these strings, Uh, with the balance of the tension that is already into the gun, you have really something special, you know. And that's what we grew up also with, you know. I personally grew up with this Indian music, the harp, the sound of the strings. So this combination of strings and the lower sound of the lower frequency of the gun is something really complete, you know, in some way. Of course, uh, they are more complicated. You know, they are more complicated, and uh, we don't advise to new people that want to go into this world to start with the harp gong, uh, is a harp gun. Is because
1: there are different dynamics going on inside of it, and uh, but I think it's so beautiful the harmony it creates inside because the the harp string you can tune, it has tuning packs, so you can tune whatever uh, heart scale you prefer, but when you tune the scale on the fundamental of the gong, every string calls um, an overtone from the tuning of the gong. So it creates really such a beautiful resonance that you don't have otherwise.
2: I have to thank you, you know, many people, uh, you know, um, to give us the uh, inspiration to finalize this prototype because the harp gun was for a year, I think. No, uh, more than one year. More than, more than one year, year on a side, you know, uh, on the studio, because we did an experiment and it was there. And then, you know, we got invited in the U.S. Uh, from Mich- Michelle to share, Sher- you know, Mitch. the gong with, with Mitch Noor um, in the gong summit. And we also had the great support from our friend Joshua from New York. Uh, so he's a great person, you know, some people really, uh, had the vision with us. We still want to have this vision where um, we would like to create other space like the cave, you know, but really we don't want to go for something commercial, you know, that, you know, even if there is a lot of requests, uh, we, we I don't know, it's like, you know, we don't want to go for, uh, for something that become, uh, uh, lose every, you know, magic and uh, emotion, you know, because it become really like without the soul, you know, it's like a body without the soul inside, a robot. Exactly, you know, we don't want that. Um, so thanks to, you know, this special soul and something we didn't receive probably so much in Italy in the beginning, you know, we really came to the Gong Summit and everybody were supporting. Um, Loving, supporting.
1: supporting.
2: And for us, coming from uh, our reality where she were just finished this the university. Um, so also beginning for a new life for her. And for me coming from, you know, like 10 years of this work that I was becoming kind of depressed to, uh, to see, you know, these happen was, it, it is again a big gift. So that's why we really do that with that, this mood, you know, try to do that with this you know. Yeah, it's like
0: a, a magical combination of things, you know, that the cave and the experimentation and, and the spark at the gong summit. Um, Yeah, I can't imagine you ever becoming uh, a, like a large corporation and assembly line and all that. I mean, it really is about that hands-on intent uh, that you put behind, that the two of you put behind each instrument. That's a huge part of what draws people to your gongs is the... the, The magic and personality behind it
1: and uh, i mean we're so grateful for people that supports our work and uh, you know sometimes they, when they receive a gong from us and they have a piece of our souls and in, in their house in their studios and in, in, and they tell me somet- sometimes it happens it's a little bit like i know you guys you know <laughs> 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 and i think it's absolutely true because we really this is a, a huge part of our life.
2: So, if you want to do, want to know what we do, basically also here, we do guns all day long, <laughs> and experimentation, of course. But um, uh, Margarita is taking care also a lot of the communication with everybody, uh, talking personally with everybody, and also the mom uh, of Margarita is helping us right now, just to let you know that we like to keep this in a way that we can follow, you know, like and doing our best. Um, we have a really uh, kind of gypsy studio. I don't know how to say <laughs> like uh, like really simple studio in the middle of a, a field, you know, where we have two cows. We I, I grew up vegetarian and also she's vegetarian from different 18, years. Yeah. Um, so we have two cows, two cows that we save, uh, you know, and they are exactly in the field where we work and we make the guns over there you know, so it's a simple studio, I'm really packed with the space, I'm trying to, to do more space, but, you know, again, we, you know, we see that it's not important how big, you know, you want to go and more big and stuff like that, you know, you want to keep that, you know, it's just back of my house, you know, we don't get the car anymore, Uh, you know, like, it's like really something you want to do, you know, be able to, to, uh, you to dice, be consume,
1: to cons- be in the circle loop of consuming or becoming yeah. bigger and then.
2: Or whatever, you know. So that's yeah. something really great, you know. Um, yeah, sometimes
1: it crossed our mind to take a bigger space or like this, but we're so grateful to be in the nature. You just come out of the studio and there is a, the cow laying down <laughs> on the grass, and you just <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Her.
2: Sometimes the cow come in and they kiss all the gongs and that's tr- you know trouble because you know then I have to make them <laughs> again and stuff. So, but I see like blessing, you know.
1: Yeah, in India, they for Indian culture, there are sacred animals. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a blessing on, <laughs> on the work.
2: So, we like to get inspiration for, from everything we have around. We did a cow gong, you know, we uh, we did some gongs with symbols inside. And I can share with you that the symbols, uh, also when I do the tuning with Marge, you know, bring the gongs in, uh, in some other point. It's like, um. They yeah every gong have a special shakti I don't know how to to describe special uh, mood you know that uh, they have different like different souls so yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. is interesting you know and every time I promise we have a studio now here with different gongs sometimes we record them and every day we still are shocked sometimes from the sound of some specific gongs because of course you know, in the middle of 30 gongs, sometimes you have one that is totally different and you're like, whoa, look at that one, where, where you can go, also, you know, and you discover, you know, <laughs> new things, you know. We also try to, to use the, the small gongs into the water, you know, and, and it's interesting, you can, um, I mean, the metal we are using is giving a lot of um, uh, opportunity in the experimentation, you know, that's something also motivation that's why we want to keep to use that it is
1: resistant to water for example which is really good and you can have this amazing sound effect and modulation
2: so yeah we the idea of the cave is to create space like the cave around you know so we are um so basically, our intention, of course, is to try and to find uh, cool people with cooperate, to cooperate with, you know, but again, not with the commercial approach too much, you know. You um, have to
1: create sound uh, escapes. No, yeah, so
2: try to escape. do that. You know? yeah. Of course, we have a couple of bigger resellers that have, they have more the approach uh, through the online and the e-commerce or stuff like that, but they are cool people in any way you know i we try to make sure that this uh, also in the sharing you know um, keep the energy that we have in the cave you know because then we would like to invite people to come visit us in the cave so we are looking for a space to uh, to run you know little retreat also connect of course with the cave
1: um Go to workshops
2: so I personally want to share, you know, honestly, I don't know if I'm gonna do guns all my life. I am a really addicted to that with Margarita, you know, I'm really enjoy- enjoying this period, you know, but the dream is of course to at one point to detach also from that, honestly, I like to think about that because it's a circle, you know, it's a circle and it's a wave going up and down, you know, and I believe at one point I want to detach from that in some way and just uh, be playing the gongs, make some few gongs just to, you know, enjoying that. And, when, you know, if I will be able to reach this point where, you know, we have many people, some friends around, you know, and these communities done, you know, we can, you know, share. I'm we are the most happy person in, into the world, you know. So I believe the dream is to go back to simple life and keep doing what we, we want to do, you know, not bring this, you know, project too high and then you want to burn uh, <laughs> yourself. Yeah.
0: When it becomes stressful or, or too busy, you start to lose the, the magic and the joy, you know, and so you want to make sure that there's a balance there and the creativity is still there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, two more questions. Um, You touched a little bit on this, but I'm curious, you know, when somebody first gets a gong from you, um, what do you advise them as far as like techniques and and getting to play it? I, I suppose I know some gong players that don't even have flumies. So what's kind of your advice on just, you know, getting to know a gong?
2: Right. You want to see it?
1: I mean, for our guns, I always suggest certain mallets and certain tools because, of course, the, also the the texture of a friction ball works better than another one. So it's really good, first of all, to select the right tools. Then I always say that you're free to mm. to experiment with whatever you want.
2: Yeah, I mean, but, there are many things to talk about. These like. Uh, Again, I was the first without information about the mallet. You know, I started making the gong and I was using a Tibetan uh, red mallet from singing ball, okay? So then I tried another one and I was, wow, this is working better. And then the other one, and then maybe this is working better. Then I realized that maybe the old uh, Tibetan mallet was good for some specific frequency and the, the new one was good to give me more bass or, you know, so... Um I don't tell who is a new beginner to get 10 mallet in the beginning. I personally with Margarita, we advise to start with two three three kinds of flumi uh, and maybe a couple of mallet. okay So I like you know I like to advise for any guns uh, personally, uh, this kind of approach. Of course, as you say, there are so many gun players that don't even have the flumi. So um, and for that, our
1: guns, I feel it's a, really a must.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, for different reasons, some people didn't use the flume in the usual gun. Also because with the usual gun, I uh, experiment that is a little more uh, complicated to control the sound with the flumi, You know, in the chow Chinese chow gun, uh, the thick one, maybe it's uh, okay you know you have more with the other ones i had to wait it's also personally more difficult i think difficult.
1: maybe it's the wax on the surface of the gong that doesn't give you the right grip
2: on um, the metal
1: I, yeah. this could be one of the main of the reasons this I could believe.
2: be one of the reasons you know and there is also this scare from everybody they don't want to Stretch you know scratch whatever. and become the, the gong dirty you know so uh, of course, we have to take care of the gun and be careful, you know, what we do, be, just be conscious, you know, it's not like, um, but this kind of metal is a little more uh, um, yeah, it's more uh, acceptable, you know, what you can do, you know, you can feel easier and less stress on that side. Anyway, uh, we advise to use um, basically a big flume to control the fundamental note of the gong, that I'm talking for our gongs, but I approach with this technique also the other gongs. So I can tell because
1: you- and bronze gongs yeah, as
2: well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try with some pie still also, you know, and uh, I see if you are, you start to uh, using these techniques, then you can approach the other gongs in this way. Uh, with the big flumming, we control um, the, basically it's interesting because the gong, you have the warm side, in the center and usually with the mallet you use in our gong you use the center to have the warm side okay the warm frequency and on the edge you have the higher harmony harmonics
1: not really the edge just a little bit outside yeah, outside center. of the
2: center sorry
1: for example our gongs, you we honestly never play the edge. Like, for example, you do want a nickel silver gun.
2: Yeah, Sometime, some sometimes some guns yeah. they have uh, some game where you can use the, the edge, some others no. But uh, so when when you use the flumi, uh, it's kind of opposite. You use the big flumi and you use the edge kind of edge to control the low. Uh, frequency. That's why that's where you can make the, the and center reason.
1: Yeah, it's important to leave free the center of the gong in this way that the base can come out because yeah. many people go in the center. You can have different sounds, but if you want the base, you have to let that area free. Also, I always suggest to people to steal a little bit from the videos we do with your eyes to how we, where we play, what we do, so this way you can have an idea.
2: So what I can also say and something that we would like to share during the workshop, if we're going to be able to do more, is that it's really, it's not about just the flume, some flume is giving you some specific frequency, okay, but also your hand. Yourself is what is generating the frequency, you know, and so the distance of your hand from the flume and depression. Uh, so you're basically three dynamics, you know, the pressure, the distance of your hands from the flumi and the the speedness, speed, the speed, you know, how speed, how fast you go, you know. So that's that's interesting, and that's the. Exercise the yoga we do when we do gong. You know that's how we like to approach. Sometimes you can keep controlling, like a singing ball, the gong with a low frequency, and then you can jump to the octaves or to the octave or to the fifth with a smaller flumi, and then you can find a point and stimulate this point. You know, so it's a game again of balance and and uh, also. When people get guns, we try to advise everybody these guns. If you don't play in a specific way, uh, honestly, I don't like the sound of these guns. <laughs> if you, of my gun, of the guns we do with Margarita, if you don't play them in a specific way, I have some difficulty because I know that if you take a little more time and you start approaching them, uh, getting information, and we are here to do that, and thanks to you, maybe we can do more. Um, But you can really discover, I believe, and it's our fault maybe that many people have our guns and they discover probably 50% of what they can do, you know. So I, you know, so that's something really important and it's where we want to start traveling and share more. Because again, I just did a a gong yesterday and I spent half an hour checking to the point, and and it looks like an organ, you know. After you understand your gong, you can really control the the best sound that the gong contains. Especially
1: if you have a musical ear and you know which note you want to go. uh, Exactly. Like, uh, this is the fundamental. Okay, now with the Flume, I go to the fifth, and then I, I go to the octave, and I will have certain resonance. Also, sometimes in our gongs, if you find with the fifth or the higher octave, you have the base the fundamental note coming automatically by itself As, yeah. like it resonates with the higher uh, frequency by itself so it's really nice to know and control this dynamics but it takes time of course also we we showed a little bit these uh, friction ball techniques to gong players from yeah, a long time yeah. and, and they were not used to use the Yeah, and also story.
2: personal advice to be conscious like to don't play the guns too strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still see some time when I it's pain, you know, I'm, I'm kind uh, painful, uh, painful <laughs> because I see some yoga people really hitting the gun strong, you know, and a uh, so
1: suggestion we can give is to always be sensitive <laughs> and also uh, conscious of the people you're playing for, the sensitivity of the people you're playing for. So uh, sometimes it's better to build the, the sound slowly to start slowly instead of just striking yeah and also the right tools can help you in this way
0: yeah i, I do think that's changing I, I agree though i mean sometimes uh, people uh, think of gongs as you know the crashing the loud intense uh but it, it seems like more and more people are getting more sensitive to mm-hmm. the the yeah. subtleties and uh, the space and you know the the fade that happens with the gong that it's it's not all about the big of big course. sound yeah I,
2: I Which
1: can be nice because of course the gongs can bring you in certain places of yourself in the healing process so it can be a part of it I
2: want you? personally share something that I'm experienced um, so you know just like the sound is a really sacred energy. Um, maybe you don't believe in God. Maybe you don't believe in to the universe. Uh, but I, again, I personally, I grew up in going in India and I saw how the karma work and how the energy of the universe canalized sometime. And again, what I want to say, the energy of the sound is something really sacred, and you don't want to play uh, like you don't want to uh, use this energy like
1: uh, in the wrong way, with the wrong, wrong way, intention. with the wrong
2: intention, because it's really coming back. Uh, uh,
1: times, times worse. <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, it's coming back, you know, and that is exactly where you can go deeper in all the process. You know, that's something I want to share, and, and other things I want to share, really important that make me go crazy all the time. Uh, I, you know, I sometimes I have into the tuning some period, some you know, some days where the tuning come out like really like a flow. You know, right now we do our guns using a process where I prepare some base and then I take a day to do some other process and some days to do other. You know, so I try to do production, you know, of some um, collection of guns. with the, And always uh, what is interesting uh, and again, last time, you know, happened, I find myself doing all these guns. They come out so nice and I'm like, wow, you know, what is going on? And then. I go out of the studio in the studio where I am there is no window uh, because I close everything for the sound so sometimes I go in uh, that is sun with is uh, sunny, sunny and, and I go out it's night you know so I go out you know last time I went out again and bam you know there was the full moon you know just over there you know and I was like wow you know like that's so cool you know in the beginning I was like Okay, you know, I came out from the studio and there was the full moon and I was like, wow, nice, full moon. But after, you know, five, six, seven, eight time, I realized that that was my most... Uh,
1: Precious time. Yeah, you know,
2: the, where, you know, there was a really big flow, you know, and I don't know how to explain that. I mean, I hear so many yeah, talking some about...
1: so you cannot tune a gong. Some moons, you are super productive and they come out beautifully. Yeah,
2: so, yeah. But it's it was really, nice because
1: we didn't... Rec- realize the the moon had this kind of effect but if you are uh, in synchronicity with
2: yeah <laughs> I mean uh, your, uh, I like to uh, to experiment with my personal experience what I see you know I again I grew up going in India a lot of spirituality but I also like to have kind of scientific proof of what I see you know especially in the healing world where some people of course, um, um, they get information, but maybe they're not really sure from where they got this information. No? That's
1: always good to check. The, um, so, I like
2: to, yeah, we yeah, like to make sure, say, you know, yeah. before, you know, that's why we don't want, we don't like to say we are a healer or we use the, you know, the, the cave like a healing uh, thing. You know, of course, it's healing because, you know, we are doing what we like to do and you're, you you're maybe happy to receive some sound. And we everybody you know share this experience, you know. So that's what is sound healing for us, you know. Sound healing is to uh, also, of course, to have this journey in the, our sound. we saw that like a journey through the sounds and through the mood, the different mood like the different ragas in they have in India, you know. So different
1: melodies, you can touch different emotions inside people. So for us, it's also a journey through emotion. We we came out from a background as a musician a singer and percussionist, so we in our sound, but we also like very much to um, to melt melody. melody with also sounds, right. pure sound like a gong, but yeah. for us the melody is really important as well.
2: It's a way, you know. I find it's a way to. Uh, I always found interesting, even with the percussion. You know, I realized that when I was. Uh, playing a beat in a certain way, you can create a mood, right? And then when you want to keep the energy more, you go a little faster and you put some ascent. And then when you want everybody to dance, you go strong, you start, you know, creating that. And that means to me, be connected with who you have around you. You know, it's not just about you playing and jamming and inside you don't care. It's about be connected, be able to control the emotion of what I want and what everybody maybe wants, you know, and try to, to control what we have inside. And that's where I feel you can communicate, you know. So we like to use the sound in this approach. Thanks, I really, you know, I'm really lucky. There is Marguerite, I have a great voice. So all these instruments, uh, in the end, they are harmonized with her voice. But something you need to know is, is that, except the cave um, we don't have uh, never so much time to practice and every time the guns are new um, yeah, if
1: we're not in the cave we don't have our own our uh, own set, set you know? of instruments except that one <laughs>
2: and so it's always kind of improvisation you know everything in our life everything is improvised like improvisation like and that's make me in some ways make me be a little anxious sometimes like stress but like oh, come on, I want to be something, you know, Have you know? sure, but in the end it's cool because you have to be like, you know, fully yourself and just express everything, you know, like as it is, you know, and that's cool, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, in that way you're just really uh, sensing the, the energy and the intention and the emotion if you don't practice and, and have it all planned out what you're going to do. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Well, so last question, and you kind of talked about um, some of the experimentation you have going on and that you're going to, I know you're going to be teaching a, a workshop in New York. What are kind of the, the next things coming up for you? Uh, goals that you have and, and things that you're really interested in right now?
2: Hmm. Again, we are like projecting ourselves to um, be able to have more free time to come share with people that already have gongs and to make resonate these gongs more and more. So we are not teachers. We are not teachers. Honestly, I'm really shy to come sometime run workshop. You know, I'm the last one. Even my, you know, language or stuff.
1: also, our last one was our first one.
2: <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I mean, after so long, <laughs> you know, so we don't like to be in a position of teaching and nothing like that. But just we, sharing. Yeah,
1: it's a sharing. Of a sh- our experience, what we learned in these years, a little bit, just about our guns, bit. But you, some of these techniques, you can also approach them, use them on other guns, so, so they can always be useful.
2: The idea is to, you know, also in the summer, be able to invite people to come here in the cave. You know, we don't like to we we probably we don't like to have groups of many people, more like 10 people, 15 people more intimate where we can go deeper, you know, again, it's not about to have numbers is about to to share in a quality way, become friends. And that's so cool, you know, because it's the sound is just bringing cool people around us, mostly of the time. You know? um, so the plan, yes, is uh, to be able to, again, to, to share more, you know, in, uh, in the, the concept of the new instruments we are uh, think about to you know, we are studying about the smaller version of the leaf. Uh, I would like to create uh, also another string gongs, you know, with a different approach. Um, so I want to go deeper on the strings on the gongs. That's something really important. Um, we already did this dream catcher, but there are uh, that is tubulars with the gongs, and I want to bring this in uh, some other level too. Um,
1: so, basically, maybe improving a little bit the, um, the experiments we already did. And uh, now that we are able again to travel and to do workshops in, in person, not just on Zoom, which mm-hmm. is great to be connected with people from all over the world but um, the, the same, it's not the same experience as being together and be able to show to someone how to hold the friction yeah. ball. and yeah it's completely different also just by the audio sometimes it's really hard to listen to <laughs> what are people's to listen to gongs playing
2: but i mean uh, we are also sure that this this you know, what is happening is so strong that even through the online line, we had this so warm communication with different people that, you know, again, was great, you know. So um, a new experiment I would like to do, I don't know if, you know, if for who don't know, the monochord, you know, it's fun, it's interesting how to see, you know, the same note in monochord, you know. Uh, resonate and start creating these voice, right? So we are I'm working on the monogon, you know so I want to do a monogon with many strings on it. So that's you you are the first to know that. Um, is in process and also I want to do an experiment because I you know, I ask myself, you know when you have so many strings creating then these voice because when you use the monochord, you have a voice coming out that looks like humans I don't know, looks like something uh, special. I'm asking to myself if I do the same with uh, like, let's say, eight, uh, nine, ten small gongs. Okay, like uh, I want to start with the small handle hand gongs. They're really also powerful and they, you know, they fly in the air so much with the frequency. So I want to try with eight of them, eight of them tuned with the, in the same note, you know, so I would like to see, you know, if the, with the set with a certain, you know, rhythm and uh, uh, we can uh, see what happened in the hair, you know. You know honestly, Natalie, I'm, I, you know, I'm, like, I'm like the surfer. The surfer are waiting for the perfect wave. You know, I am, I am always looking for the perfect sound of, the, of something new or, you know, like uh, that's what we want to find, you know.
1: Actually, <laughs> this kind of uh, thing to have gongs in the same tuning, we already do that during our sound ju- journeys, usually we put like ourselves into the opposite sides of the room. And uh, we have this kind of, because of course, since our uh, tuning process is completely handmade and by here, um, every gong, also as if it's in the same tuning, fundamental tuning, they all have always different overtones. So it's really beautiful to hear how they, they melt together, the overtones. So we like very much to create this kind of effect. So also, just even with two is amazing. So yeah, with yeah. many of them, it would just be crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just to have have a whole room of you know, they're tuned the same, but of course, they're all going to have their own overtones oh, going yeah. on. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, wow. Mm.
2: So we okay. just yeah. back from. Uh, yeah, Guatemala, Mexico, Guatemala. And Miami. You know, we went to like to have a little break, of course. But you know, the, the sound and the gongs are so present in our life that you know we can't uh, travel without. So in some way, you know, we went in Guatemala where there is a nice community of you know yoga teachers in San Marcos, uh, and we ship a gong, you know, a big box of gongs with us, uh, and it's cool because in the end, you know, you know that. Uh, you know, these guns is going to be in this place, and I have so many friends there. Um, It was really uh, wild, because it was not easy to bring them in Guatemala. But then we fly to Mexico, and we met other people that already had other guns from us, and super cool people, so they bring us around. So it's nice how, you know, again, you know, when In this case, it's the sound, but in general, the sound doesn't mean always something you can hear. It's about a frequency of your life, of your life, you know, when you start vibrate with what you are asking with your deep prayers. You know, of course, you don't, you know, ask for a Ferrari. You ask to be happy, to be able to do something, you know, like, like that. So that is like, really, you can see everything is like moving in the right direction in front of you, you know so of course be you know i like to be conscious you know that this life is always uh, so yeah, unexpected everything you know so keep uh, be conscious you know i feel the sound is something will uh, must run close uh, walk close to the wake up of the soul to you know mm-hmm. to the consciousness you know uh, it's, it's a, it's a, so that the gong and this sound is a transmit uh, is a way to transmit something of your energy so much, you know, like the fire when you cook the food, the fire is a transmitting your also what who you are, you know. So that's what I feel, you know. How a mother cook for uh, uh, for Isa, yeah, you know. Exactly. So it's different from when you go get something from uh, fast food. outside, you know, the fast food, of course. You can see. So it start to be start to vibrate with what we have around because there is a lot of sufferance and stuff like that we are not so it's the, these things of sound dealing it's not about we go and we close ourselves to what you know is our personal satisfy you know satisfaction you know it's about really to start uh, have a... and I saw that many people are doing you know again I really I, we thank all the gang community because we, we met some great people, you know, like great people. you know. So again, all our love to everybody because like, and we wait you every single person, like we asked to come visit us like in the cave, you know, uh, we're gonna be here like to share, you know, we like to stop everything we do. So basically the cave is not open all the years. It's like, uh, we like to keep the cave uh, natural. Um, the cave have uh, layers of clay, uh, on the roof and all around. And this clay uh, is to also maintain the, the cave... Uh, yeah, ir- isolate from hermetic water, you know? There is no rain inside, of course. Um, so you don't want to dry the cave. You don't want to uh, make the cave warm during the, the, winter. the winter. And also, it's not the plan we have. Our plan is not to use the place as... Uh, and maybe, of course, somebody else we do, And maybe also us. It was the only way to survive. To use this place like a a commercial place to uh, to live out. Okay. So uh, I again, I we are so uh, lucky, blessed to can we can use this place just for go there. Uh, in some specific period of the years, of course.
1: Summertime uh, is perfect. Summertime yeah, is natural AC from the yeah. Arcade. So
2: in the summertime, you want to be there all day long. Um, so we really go th- now there with uh, musician, people there is into the sound. So become more sacred, you know, more intimate, you know, and that's really important for us. So again, is uh, we can ask something else to the universe right now.
1: Something more, uh, yeah.
2: anything. <laughs> Anything more
0: yes <laughs> Right Yeah. well, it's, it's just beautiful to see how you've both connected uh, you know, through music and, and through sound and it's almost like you know the, the spark of you two connecting and doing this experimentation has just been um, divinely led by the universe. I, I suppose you could say because there's been so, so many magical alignments. For you, uh, and it, it continues. I mean, uh, your excitement and all that you bring uh, to the gong community, and I mean, you have gongs all over the world, and you you bring that to I so many. I don't know people. how.
2: I don't know how. Promise. <laughs> yeah. I promise, I'm just there doing the gongs with the cow. I go out sometimes. You don't eyes. have to know. You don't
0: have to know. That's why it's I don't special. Know.
2: Honestly, really, yeah. Huh? That's what I do, uh, and yeah, with Margarita, yeah. and of course, sometimes it's not easy. It's, uh, yeah it's, you know difficult to that's follow a hard
1: work. work anyway
2: it's a hard work but the you know your body um but yeah you don't feel uh, again uh, i don't think again so many gongs to tune so many gongs i don't think you can do something like that if you don't really love what you do you know it's, and that's where you forgot about the limit so it's interesting uh Sometimes, like, you forgot about your body, even, you know, and you're about your... Uh, because you are so into that, that uh, doesn't affect. You know. So, <laughs> um, yeah.
1: <laughs> thank you so much, Natalie. Oh,
0: thank you both. And, you know, keep as, as long as you love what you do, it will come through your gongs. And, you know, whenever it does become a challenge, it, it seems like the experimentation brings back that creativity. So thank you both so much for the energy and passion and artistry that you bring to the Gong community. Um, you're so beloved and uh, we do wanna, I think we all wanna say thank you to the, the Gong community for, for their support as well. So mm. thank you both so
2: much. Both mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Uh, way to really be all together yeah yeah to travel more to be able to like
1: every single person that's the idea that's the idea
2: like yeah probably September be back again to U.S. a couple of times so
0: good good
2: so we already let you know whoever have an idea and we would like to come visit everybody you know just every day jump from a place to another share be on service for who want to go deeper on that you know
0: (laughs) yeah I'm sure you'll have a lot of people uh want to see you in person so uh, let us know how that comes together
2: yeah and it's interesting the they manifest these you know in some special place special people so it's like you know sometimes um I also I found myself in a period of my life where I, I didn't saw so many friends around me in the style of life I want to have or with the same um, it, boosting, the same mood you know but then you know boom you know the gang started attract all around really cool people on the same you know same vibe, and, and this is pretty. this is, uh, mm, uh, what is it, um, re- re- resonance you know that's the resonance. You know that's the the secret word, and I, and that's a, the last things I want to say. Probably is like the resonance of everything. You know, is really going so strong. You know, I believe in this. I believe so much in that. You know, the resonance and, and the telepathy. Sometimes you have with people that that's resonance. You know, people talk about telepathy, but sometimes it's just resonance. You know, when you start thinking about somebody, and it's it's really happened to me so many times. I think about some people and they called me, you know, two minutes later, you know, and people that, you don't talk with for months, you know, or, and that's interesting, you know, it's a game of resonance. I want to do a new series, game of uh, resonance.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, yeah, there really is truth to that. Yeah, and I think that when we were at the Gong Summit, we all, you know, became friends so quickly because of that resonance that we were all, Suddenly, we were around people that were passionate about the same thing, and yeah, that's where that resonance was just so easily found. Yeah,
1: even without so much time to talk with each other, because there were so many workshops that we didn't have time to to talk, but we all bonded so. But we had some
2: time to play, and that was important. You know, we had some time to play, and that was important because when you do that, you just you skip. You know, you you really already go in the place where you want to go and. You really open something, you know, and that's. You crazy, connect you know. deeper,
0: yeah. You connect deeper, yeah.
2: yeah we'll, we'll oh have to do god.
0: that again. We'll have to do that oh again. My god,
2: oh <laughs> my god! And yeah, it would be nice to do it in Italy maybe one day. We try yeah. two yeah. years ago.
0: Right.
2: Um, COVID came. Yeah. COVID and stuff. Because let's see in the future, you know. Yes. I hope you know the Gong Summit. The next one can be also quality like the first one, with the same energy, you know. We don't, we don't look, of course, for many people, but good team of people to do it together and, and share, you know. And, of course, push all the makers, other makers, and really advise to everybody to, to try the It, it comes from every maker. You know, you have so many great, uh, um, uh, unique uh, makers that maybe you don't know about, you know, but they are there and they are trying to, to grow also you know so let's see if you know the resonance is working also for them you know so um, so don't never be close to i advise also that never be close to you know okay i follow this uh, philosophy of gongs or this uh, it's good to to just be, be to be open in everything life you know i hope you know for everything you know? just be open because then you lose uh, you can test some really great you know experience
0: yeah yeah i think curiosity is a big part of learning yeah just trying different things right yeah Mm. thank you both so much for this i really really enjoyed talking with you and, and hearing more about your story uh so Thank you. And I'll, I'll see you again soon.
2: Oh, yeah. Come yeah, on. We're going to come visit you sooner possible and play. Yes. Yeah, that's what we want. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Bring, uh, uh, from the last conversation conversation we had, we were playing and we won't play more now.
0: Yes. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Let's do it. Okay.
2: One day I want to build a violin gong for you. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> All right. Let's try it. Let's try it.
2: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> always be ready. It's good yeah thank you so much again That'd be
0: a good challenge okay thank you both thank you, See so you much. okay bye-bye Bye. thank you for tuning into this episode of sounds heal podcast sponsored by the Ohm shop and spa and keep up to date with what's coming up next at soundshealstudio.com check things out on Facebook at Sounds Heal Studio, and you can listen to all previous podcasts as well as music meditations on the YouTube channel at Sounds Heal Studio. Be well and stay tuned.